Thank you again for our viewers joining us again at the Collective Social Network Live, where we talk to grassroots candidates running in uh, you know uh, races across the nation. Today we're here with Ram Mamadov, who's running for Congress in North Carolina. Ram, thank you so much for being on with us for today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Awesome. Well, you know, it's uh, we've been talking to some grassroots candidates that are running on you know um, platforms that are you know. Uh, not getting enough attention. Um, you know, you're running in North Carolina. Um, I understand it's a community that you know you've uh, been uh, living in for some time. Um, it's you know you're running on a platform of education and equity. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, your community? You know, um, you, uh, why you decided this was the race to jump in, and uh, what you know you really hope that uh, people hear that you're running on. Absolutely. Well, thank thank you very much again. Thanks thanks for your time. My name is Ron Mamadov. I'm running for North Carolina congressional seat in District 8. I'm running to unseat Dan Bishop. Uh, what I'm running for, I'm running for the future. The future that will look very different from our past, from our present. And that's a good time. That's a good thing. I know the struggles of the past as an immigrant who came here 20 years ago um, when I became a citizen. Um, I have faced discrimination. I have worked for minimum wage. I have gone uh, without health insurance. I worry about my kids. I worry about my the future of my children, the future of your children. And my empathy comes from, from my own experience. And that is why my, my platform is based on three principles, justice for all, defending democracy, and protecting our planet. And that, that's the summary of, of, my, of my platform. Justice for all, what, what does it mean? It means good jobs with living wages, living wages, affordable childcare, uh, universal pre-K, quality of uh, K to 12 education, commu free community colleges, vocational training, and uh, affordable housing, Medicare for all, defending democracy, what does it mean? Protecting our voters' rights, our voting rights, fair voting districts, protecting our plans, not only to ensure the uh, clean water, clean air and water for our communities, but also to make sure that we protect the future for our children and coming generations. I run on a progressive, progressive line, which means, again, stopping the climate change, systemic racism, uh, income inequality, running against income inequality, the gun violence, securing the voting rights. I want to make sure that we have everything uh, affordable and accessible. Healthcare, to make it affordable, to make it accessible. Education, to make it affordable, to make, to make it accessible. Mm -hmm. uh, housing, affordable housing, to make it accessible. As I spend my time in the communities, in the distressed communities, in the, in the minority communities, communities are desperate, desperate for help. And that is what they're asking for. They're asking for, for leadership. They're asking for change. They can't take it anymore. This is the reason I'm here in this, in this race. Thank you for that. Um, you know, yeah, I think that, thank you for going over, you know, I, I see your platform's very comprehensive and kind of giving us a full scope of it. You also have a lot of details here about what that kind of leadership would look like. You're asking for more coordination between the UNC Schools of Education, Department of Public Institution, State Board of Education, and the North Carolina Association of Educators and local districts and principals. 
Um, if you could just speak a little bit to that um, point, uh, you know, there's been a lot of emphasis about more uh, parent control, more parent uh, engagement education, but, uh, um, you know, there's been um, very different dialogues about how democratizing our school system uh, for equity would look like. You're, you seem to have a, a pretty clear plan about how you can get started. Can you speak a little bit to that um, for our viewers? Absolutely. You know, educators know better than anybody else what's needed for our children. They, they, they know their curriculum. They know what they're teaching our children. We don't have to uh, stepping on their toes. At the same time, uh, as a parent, and I'm a parent myself of, of two children, uh, of two boys in public school, I want to know what they're learning. I want to know what they're engaged in. So it is, it is okay for parents to be involved in PTOs, to be involved, engaged in the in the activities, knowing what's going on in the school, but in no in no way to be stepping in on the toes of our educators because they know better what needs to be done. They've been doing that for years and years. They know better. They're professionals. Let them do their job. But we're gonna have to make sure that we are providing everything they need to be successful in in in, in education, providing that education. I mean, imagine. We send our children early in the morning to school, right? Every day, Monday through Friday, they're in school. From 7 a.m., from 6 a.m., depending on, you know, which state you're living in. Mines, we, we, we're up by, by 5 in the morning. So by, by 6.30, we're out the door, right? School starts at 7 o'clock. They come home at two, after 2 p.m. Pretty much all day, they're spending in school. So we got to have to make sure that Educators, they have all the means to provide that education for our children because they're responsible for that education. Yeah, kids are coming back home later on, and we can educate them on our own at home. But Monday through Friday, 7 to 2, they belong to the school. They belong in the school system. So we're going to have to make sure that the school system, on the state level, they have everything they need to provide that exceptional education. We've got to have to make sure on the federal level we provide all the, the um financial assistance on the federal level, along working together with the state level, state officials to make sure that, what do you need to make sure you're providing an ed adequate education, equal education for the entire state. Let's take a North Carolina, right? Working with North Carolina state officials to make sure that North Carolina, every district provides an equal education, even in distressed areas. There are schools, enough schools, there are teachers, Teachers are paid, paid well, paid well teachers where they are engaged, they are attracted to be in this school, right? So it's, it's our job to make sure that we, we provide all the necessary means to, be, uh, to provide that education for our children. So that is extremely important. Thank you. Yeah, and you mentioned, um, you know, the stressed areas often, you know, have less investment in education. Um, you know, I know here in Chicago, working in an education system that's been um, what we've seen where uh, our public institutions identify our hardest hit regions and decide to privatize their problems away to other entities. And um, a lot of parents, you know, uh, here, you know, uh, often because they, they live and work in poverty, um, have to accept, you know, whatever changes come. So I, I was really drawn to your platform of economic opportunity and advocating for livable wages. Um, you know, I, I know that one of the issues with that movement has been that the major employers 
um, of you know mostly service jobs that that you know employ most uh, you know working families and, and working parents uh, severely push back against any kind of uh, wage uh, wage increase, uh, let alone um, you know a livable wage being the norm. But um, you know it's an ongoing uh you know struggle that um you know goes region by region can you tell us a little bit about you know um you know families in north carolina that you're advocating for working with and uh and how they can get involved in uh helping your candidacy helping your your race and and where they can learn more absolutely well um they can go to romforcongress.com to learn more about the platform but most importantly the reason that i am working I'm all for personal engagement. You know, as much as I think that yard signs or the billboards or the TV commercials, they might help, but nothing is better than getting personally involved, right? Having a constant town halls in the communities, knocking on the doors, visiting churches, right? uh, visiting any areas of gatherings to make sure that we're constantly engaged. We're talking to, to the crowd. Right. For, that, that is for every candidate. It's not I'm not only speaking for myself. I'm asking every candidate. This is extremely important year, midterm years. Personal approach to be approachable for as a candidate, not only talk and talk and talk about your platform, but to be approachable and educatable. That is extremely important to listen, listen, listen to the voices of the community, hear them out, hear the pain. And come coming up with the solutions, discussing those solutions, providing solutions. Or if your solution is not acceptable, ask for okay, you have an issue. Here's what I'm suggesting to do as a candidate. This this is this is my platform. This is my this is my goal. What is your suggestion? How do you suggest to um, to fix that problem? Minimum wage, right? You uh, you spoke about minimum wage. It is extremely important. There's no such thing as a min minimum. The word minimum it's, it should be livable wage, right? We, we spoke about, for, for some time now, we've been speaking about $15 minimum wage. Recently, somebody had been approached me saying that, you know what, $15, it was yesterday. Today, we need $20, right? So we, we, we're going to have to make sure, and somebody who lived for minimum wage, I know exactly what people are going through. But guess what? When I worked for minimum wage, I was single. I was young, right? I could, I was able to work on the two, three, I, I had to work on two, three different jobs at the time and then run, run to college. Uh, working on those minimum minimum wage jobs, but I was single. I, I could afford working all day long. But what about those families, right? Families that are struggling working for those minimum wage. Imagine the single mom of three kids working, breaking her back, working on the two, three minimum wage jobs when she's supposed to be, you know, spending that time with her kids, taking them to, I don't know, to the soccer practice, right? Making sure that they're getting the adequate education. But but you gotta have to constantly think about how to make money to put the bread on the table. That is not acceptable, right? And for for in education, if I can give you just a small example, uh, one of my slogans says, "We can do better. We will do better." Right? People ask them uh, very often, "What does better even mean in this case?" So, education. Let's take an example of education. And I need you to and I need to go slowly so everyone can can see how one step in the right direction can explode into so many benefits in many areas, right? So if we raise a teacher salary, just one step, raising teacher salaries, then we will attract and retain better teachers. Better teachers will produce better students, better prepared for advanced education, 
uh, vocational careers. Better students graduate into better jobs, better universities, get better pay, and have better futures. Then families moving to the states will seek what? Better schools, district, right? Uh, they should be willing to pay more for the home. So paying more for a home has incredible benefit for our current and future homeowners. This turns, you know, this in turn brings better growth in the area itself, right? It's, it's a daisy chain of events that keeps on giving and giving and giving because of just one important step, and that is to raise teacher salary and provide, provide better schooling. Wow. Um, I, I thank you so much for, for your passion and um, for your care and compassion to your community. Um, everyone here at the Collective Social Network is wishing you, wishing you the best of luck in uh, your upcoming election. Um, Romforcongress.com, please go and support. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Ron. Thank you.